the show. I'm your host, Tiffany Moore. This is my podcast, More Than You Can Chew. And yes, we're back again already. Yes. That's, I like to keep you on your toes, okay? I don't want you expecting when I'm going to put the next episode out. I got to keep you on your motherfucking toes around here, okay? So, I had to put out an episode today. Um, I did take a little puff off of my marijuana electronic cigarette, so I am a, I have a little buzz going on. But I had to put out an episode today because this day, today, is my favorite fucking day of the year. Today is February 22nd, my friends. And... If you're a real nerd, like, I don't know what this is. Uh, It could very well be on the spectrum of something. Um, I haven't indulged myself enough to really research it. I might have talked about this already before, but have you ever just been, like, maybe sitting in traffic and you see a license plate that says, like, the, the, the numerical numbers are... Four eight one two, like if you saw that sequence anywhere on a license plate on a bench somewhere, if you saw those numbers, I I immediately 
have to go. 4 plus 8 equals 12. 4, 8, 1, 2. Seeing that group of numbers anywhere in the world will make my brain automatically go 4 plus 8 equals 12. I feel like I'm always seeking out these patterns. And people call them like synchronicities. There's all these different terms for them, but like, I don't know. I, I, I think it's more on the spectrum <laughs> of something that I do that. But I don't know. I have to do that all the time. But anyway, today is my favorite day in the entire world. When I tell you, <laughs> I'm not fucking lying. I'm a 42-year-old woman, okay? I'm a 42-year-old woman. And you, you would have thought I was like a six-year-old waiting for Santa Claus last night. I was so fucking excited to wake up this morning because it's my favorite day. The 222 is very significant to, to me. I'm not going to get into all of it because it's very personal, but this date in time is very, very significant to me. It represents like many hurdles that I've overcome. It just, it, it means so much to me. And I don't know if anybody else has a kind of day like that out there, but I always know like fucking magic happens on this day. Every fucking year, it's amazing. So <laughs> I decided, um, I decided last night, yes, I'm going to say this out loud. I decided last night, what's today? Thursday, Wednesday night. February 21st. It was the evening of February 21st. And some crazy thought just popped into my head. You know, I was watching Vanderpump Rules or whatever shitty reality TV show I was watching. And I thought, I'm going to create a portal. I don't know if I can say this out loud. I'm giving away all my secrets here. Okay, I'm giving away my secret. I'm going to create a portal to happen at 2.22 a.m. on the morning of February 22nd. So I decided, because um, I believe we're human beings still at this point, I, I'll get into it, but I'm pretty sure we're still human beings. But I also believe that there are multiple dimensions all happening at the same time. And when I say I believe, um, it, it's more like I entertain these thoughts as being a very large possibility of existing and being real. Not that I would like kill someone, you know, over not believing the same thing as me. It's just like, yeah, this is, this resonates with me. This feels right to me that there are multiple dimensions all happening at the same time that past, present, and future happens at the same time in these different dimensions. And I feel like we can adjust our our, frequent, our frequency within ourselves to match ourselves to these vibrations happening in other dimensions. So, okay, we'll get into all that. Where was I? Um, so 222, okay. I'm trying to stay focused here, but there's my mind is wanting to go in so many different directions. All right. This was my favorite day, and I was just like, I'm going to create a portal. So 
it, this is just witchcraft, guys. I mean, this is just basic witchcraft. It's just having a ceremony and, like, writing down, you know, your spell or whatever. It's just like I just wrote down 222 portal. And I wrote down that when I woke up on 222, everything was going to be shifted for me. I was going to go to sleep that night. Like, everything was normal. Except I knew in the morning when I woke up, I was going to be in a completely different timeline than I am right now. And it is going to be the highest possible timeline that I can imagine for myself. So I wrote down like the feeling that this portal was going to give to me. So like as soon as I wake up, I'm going to be so excited to wake up on the morning of February 22nd. No wing, 100%. Like... How you get yourself to this knowing, knowing 100% like, <laughs> no matter how fucking batshit insane it sounds, being so delusional to the fact that, to the point that it's just like, no, I really 100% all of me, every fiber in my being completely believes this, completely believes this without a shadow of a doubt. And it's taken a lot of time being really, really delusional to get to that point, okay? So I write down like these feelings I wanna have and just understanding like it's anxiety, fear, worrying. It's all just absolutely fucking pointless. It's absolutely fucking pointless. Like all of these things that I fear could come to fruition, I fear could happen, all of these things that like supposedly like have power over me that I'm so, I, I saw myself in this reality, this physical 3D world we are all in right now, this reality. I'm just gonna have to get off on tangents and try to find my way back. Do you remember that game, The Sims, the computer game? I, I played this game a little bit. I was more, I'm always, I've been a Nintendo girl all my life. I'm like full-blown Nintendo. Give me every Nintendo game. But I played The Sims a couple times. And at this point where I am right now, the way I see things, and this just came to me like last night when I was trying to create this portal for myself, I, I see things as like, if I need some kind of help, if I need something to come in immediately, like whether that be money or a, an opportunity for something new or creative inspiration, you like, first you have to make the space for that kind of stuff within yourself. But I see it, I saw it last night anyway, as me being a Sims character in this game that is this reality. And, you know, you know, people talk about the matrix and all that stuff and like, it's all very fascinating. But this is the way I see it in my mind is just like, I'm putting this prompt up and I can almost like see the bubble and the words over my head as this character, as this avatar in this video game that is this reality. And I see like the dialogue popping up over my head like, hey, you know, like, 
this is coming up or like I need something to happen here or like I, I need to figure out how to like get rid of these blockages within myself so I can move on to the next level. You need to, you're the programmer, you need to create something to happen. And the programmer of this game is reading that. And so the programmer of the game is able to provide whatever coding I need to bring these things to me. So no matter how specific I get with these things that I want, it's like the more specific I get about how they're coming to me from the programmer, how, how the programmer is going to find a way to get this into like my reality in this game. Because honestly, I've really been going down this rabbit hole of like, are we all actually AI? Are we all <laughs> in this weird dimension, trapped in this weird dimension? My mind has gone so many different fucking directions, I swear to God. But could we all be like this really, really, really advanced form of AI? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay, I can't go that deep. I just can't go that deep today, okay? <laughs> I gotta reel this back in. I gotta reel this back in. Okay, stay focused. So, 222. <laughs> um, this is what I mean when, like, I'm not fit for human... <laughs> I'm not fit for public consumption, like... The weirdos that listen to me, and you are all fucking weirdos if you listen to this podcast. And I'm and I hold that in the highest regards, mind you. But um, I don't know, you're in this with me, so <laughs> we're just going it. So I decided I'm gonna create this portal. And all that is is like we have this superpower as you know, human beings, quote unquote human beings. We have the superpower of going to sleep every night and waking up complete, like being able to completely change your mind frame as soon as you wake up from no matter like how long you have been stuck in the cycle every single day of whatever the fuck you're going through, you have like this crazy opportunity every morning. Yeah, but Tiff, what if you don't sleep? What if you're an insomniac? What if you never get that reset? True, valid point as I, you know, here's the thing. I can't ever have, I can't ever talk about one thing and not just have like 500 other perspectives popping up in my mind, like completely shutting down everything I say. So that voice is coming through. <laughs> that critical fucking voice that is always there is fucking coming through. So, when I, I am getting so sidetracked, when I created this portal, <laughs> I'm really going to try to get through this fucking story. Um, I just decided like, I'm going to just wake up so fucking excited about my life. No matter what my reality is trying to throw at me. And my reality has been throwing some wild wild fucking doozies my way. Nukes in space. Nukes in space. Nuclear weapons in space. I did not see that on my Armageddon time card. I did not see that on the bingo card. This is 
the wildest thing. So uh, this reality is, is throwing crazy shit at me because it's crumbling. It's all fucking crumbling. These structures, this whole reality is fucking crumbling before our eyes. And it's so weird to be in this space of witnessing all of that. You're just witnessing <laughs> all of this crazy fucking shit. And I just see the programmer whatever you want to call the programmer, you know, if you want to call the programmer God, if you want to call the programmer Satan, whatever you want to call it, the programmer, the designer of this fucking hellscape. It's, there's so many different dimensions and getting yourself out of this, this dimension is so fucking heavy. It's so heavy and dense that you can't help but just like look around and think that everything you're looking at is real. But then you like understand the double slit experiment. You understand that like nothing really exists, exists unless you're observing it. Unless you're observing it, it doesn't exist. And everybody has to be observing the same thing. That's fucking insane. The things science is figuring out about consciousness, about our actual physical reality, at this fucking speed, like, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. And I got fucking sidetracked again. Okay, guys, I'm so sorry. This is why I don't smoke before I do podcasts, but I, I don't really think it would matter. Anyway the portal. <laughs> I woke up this morning and completely embodied this. I was like, I'm only going to look forward to things like you can set up your reality. You're the creator of all of this. And I know that's almost impossible to understand unless you've completely lost your mind. That's that's really when all the magic happens. And getting to a place where you can lose your mind in a stable way over time and still have a foot in this reality and a foot in so many other fucking unknown parallel universes. Dear God, okay. Listen, I'm not saying that me creating a portal for 2.22 a.m. on February 22nd in the morning, I'm not saying that had anything to do with the most massive solar flares we've seen erupting from the sun right around uh, the same time on this day that I created this portal to happen for me. I'm not, I'm not saying I, that was because of how fucking powerful I am. I'm also not saying, of course, that me creating this portal also knocked out many phone carriers. Um, uh, excuse me, probably our listeners in Norway and other lands that do not live in America might not know about how a bunch of 
very, very prominent cell phone carriers got completely knocked off the grid for some reason very early in the morning of February 22nd at 2.22 a.m., the same time frame where I happened to create this portal for myself. I don't think the cell phone carriers completely shutting down and going off the grid has ever happened in my lifetime before. I could be wrong. I'm just saying uh, it's just a coincidence, I guess. It's just a coincidence that those things happen to happen around the same time that I created this portal for myself. Okay, <clears throat> let's get into something else. I was thinking about doing a ride share of the week story because goddamn, there's always gonna be at least one story I could have every single week. And it would be at least something <laughs> that I could do an episode about, even if it was just the rideshare story of the week. So for this week, the rideshare story of the week, and I'll, I'll probably like do a little ditty. The rideshare of the week. I'll think of something. I'll do a, I don't know if you have any ideas, let me know, but I, I'll think of some kind of like little fun little uh, intro for it. But this week's rideshare story happened today and it was my first ride of the day. And I'll just kind of like chill at home with the rideshare apps up and going. And once I get a ping and, you know, I'm going to like the general vicinity I want to go to and it's a good enough price, I'll take that first one and that's just kind of how I start the day. So it was my first ride of the day and I go to pick them up and they get in the car and they say, can you, can you turn the music off? And I'm just like looking at my phone. This is about to be a 25 minute ride. And I can't really get a read on the guy. You know, I don't really pick anything up, but I'm just like, okay. And it feels like almost really uncomfortable. And it almost felt like, what the fuck is this guy going to try to pull over on me? You know what I mean? Like, is he going to try to talk to me? Like, I, I was just going through all of these things of like, are you just trying to be a pain in the ass? Like, are you like testing me in some way? You know what I mean? Like all of these things running through my head. And so I was like, okay. So I turn off the music and I've had a lot of experience sitting in silence if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know, from season two or whatever, whenever I put out like the shift, I'm used to sitting in silence, you know, for weeks, months at a time. I've done that. Now, you know, I, I don't do it as much anymore, but I've gotten familiar enough with myself to be able to sit in silence and not feel like, my thoughts are completely controlling me or I don't have any control over what I'm thinking or being scared of my thoughts, basically. Like I've completely conquered that at this point by completely losing my mind, but I've conquered <laughs> my thoughts of making me feel like I'm something I'm not. So I'm pretty comfortable 
sitting alone in my house in complete silence and just following my thoughts and just being with myself and just, you know, observing things. That's not really too crazy. But in my car, I've never had someone ask me to turn off the radio completely. Sometimes I don't even think anyone's ever asked me to turn it down. If anything, they're asking me to turn it up to like fill the silence, you know? So all these things are going, kind of going through my head and I'm just like, why? Like, what is, what's his angle? You know what I mean? Like, what is this about? And the first couple minutes are really awkward and uncomfortable. And like, you can just hear like each other, like clearing our throats or sniffling or any little movement you hear it. Cause it's, it's a, it's a, it's a little car. Like, it's not a big car. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a very contained space of this silence with a complete stranger, someone I've never met before in my life, that I'm just going to be on this 25 minute ride with in complete silence. And so at like two to three minutes into this ride, I just kind of accept like, he's not trying to make any sort of awkward conversation. He's not being a dick. Like he's, he's just sitting in silence, you know, like maybe he actually just wants to sit in silence, you know, and there's not anything more to think about. And then I happen to glance up at where we're going. And normally I'm just looking at like the price, how many miles it is to get there. Am I staying in the general vicinity? I'm not looking at like specifically where I'm going most of the time when I accept rides. So I happen to just kind of glance up at it at my phone and it's right there. Like you're going to drop this man off at a Muslim temple. Is that what they're... Are they temples? I don't even know if they're temples. At a Muslim, uh, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not very well educated on, you know, being a Muslim or what all that entails. But immediately I'm just like, oh, this makes so much sense. Like maybe he has to pray or maybe he has to you know, meditate, or maybe he's just not even allowed to listen to music. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of unknown there for me. But as soon as I saw that, I was just like, oh my God, like, fuck, you know, like that, that makes so much sense. Like, of course, this is something like, whatever, it, it fits into like this identity for him, you know? And it, it was this opportunity for me to just appreciate this weird 25 minute ride in complete silence. And I really leaned into it because I was just like, this is an, an experience I have every day. You know what I mean? Like this is never, this is a completely new experience for me. I've never gotten to experience this with somebody. I've never just sat in silence like that with someone for that long of a ride, you know? And neither of us tried to initiate conversation. We were just both really comfortable in the silence. And it didn't take long for me to really start enjoying it. And it, it also gave me this opportunity to check myself. You know what I mean? Because it almost felt like... <laughs> I think this says so much about us as a society. It almost felt like aggressive for him to ask me to turn off the music. And I'm sure 
I also thought like, I can only imagine how many drivers meet him with just complete opposition of just like, no, it's my fucking car. Like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. Like, I don't give a shit, you know, but it's so it was just so easy for me to lean into that space and be curious and just want to have that experience. It didn't feel like I was um, giving anything up. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like a burden to me in any way. It was just like, ooh, this is an experience. I don't know if I'll ever get to experience again, even though maybe it sounds like really simple and stupid to a lot of people. Those things mean so much to me. And I love just having those weird kind of experiences with people. But yeah, it made me really like look at myself and be like, you know, why was I so aggressive? Not towards him, but in my mind, it felt it felt really aggressive for him to ask me to turn the music off, you know? And I can't imagine like, even when he got out of the car, we're pulling up to the temple. Sorry if that's not what it's called, but this place of worship. And there's just these free Palestine signs all over the place, you know? And I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Like, this is awesome. And I'm just like, <laughs> even when I let him off at the entrance, I was just like, all right, have you know, thanks and have a great day. You know, I just say that to everybody. <laughs> I almost said like, free Palestine. I'm like, don't, don't, Tiff, don't be that white woman. Do not, don't be that white woman. Even though like this huge part of me just wanted to bond with him in that moment and just be like, eh, like free Palestine. <laughs> like, don't, don't be that woman. Just appreciate this time that you had together and this experience and, and just, have a nice day and, and, you know, I'll see you. So, because I can only imagine, like, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm just sure that a lot of drivers would, you know, be defensive or pricks, you know what I mean? And, and I just think it's so easy to just be curious and be open. And there wasn't any threat, you know what I mean? Like, people just have so many images come to their mind when you hear, when you even hear Muslim, you know, like it's just this automatic response for so many Americans because like all of the propaganda we've been fed all of our lives. And it was just, it was nice to just let everything go and just sit in silence with this complete stranger. I know it sounds like really lame, but like, oh my God, those are the experiences I live for they're just like it's it's just like like what are the odds I would meet this person just to have this experience you know it's so cool to me and I I found myself craving the silence for the rest of the day and when I didn't have any passengers in my car I would just drive in silence and it made me so much more aware of my surroundings my immediate surroundings, like it was 60 degrees and sunny today. It was gorgeous here. So I was like, I can even like crack the windows a little bit and hear the birds and, and just hear like people and civilization and just like, I, I don't know, just I was so much more in tune and it kept me like 
his energy, I feel like, passed on to me in this moment. And me being able to have that space to have that silence between each passenger, I don't know. It just kept me in a really, really, really good mindset. And like, I didn't push it. I didn't ask any of the people I drove today to like sit in silence with me because I was like, that would probably be like very weird and awkward if your driver just asked you to do that. But I was curious. I wanted to do like a little social experiment and just, you know, try it. But maybe someday, but not today. And, but yeah, I just found myself like craving that silence. It was just so nice, but you could see like, it's, it's really, really fascinating to me the way that people can transfer this energy to one another. And then this energy stays with me all day and I'm passing it along to each passing. Like I just had the best people. It was such a fun day. I, I, I'm probably gonna release this a day later because I'll need to probably like edit it. Actually, I'm not, but I know that I am gonna get this out late. Anyway, this might come out later than February 22nd, but those are the stories I wanted to tell. That's what I wanted to talk about for this episode. I think I covered everything that I wanted to cover. Um, there was this other, th I'm not gonna, I'll save it for the next one, maybe. Um, thank you so much for listening. All of the people who listen to this show, I consider very special to me. And you very much keep me <laughs> in a somewhat sane space, as sane, <laughs> as sane as it can be in this very, very odd reality where we have nukes in space. And that's just the reality. That's the reality that's being shown to us all. And, you know, it's just the beginning of 2024. So really, <laughs> hold on to your butts, folks. Hold on to your butts. It's never a dull moment here on Earth. But thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.